fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're back in the studio. It's very exciting stuff. I feel like I haven't seen you in weeks. I know. It hasn't been that long. No. But it feels like it has. It it, uh, it feels like it's been two... Gosh, were we together last weekend? No, we weren't. No. It's been two weeks. That's why it feels weird. Yeah. Well, hi. Hi. Mm -hmm. I missed you. I missed you too. Corey knows this already, but I had a a couple of days ago, I had a serious Corey drought going on (laughs) in in my heart. And so I went to her TikTok and like binged her TikTok. So that's I was like, why do I have so many notifications? And I looked and it was just Detta liked your video. Detta liked your video. Detta liked your video. Detta commented on your video. Detta liked your video. I was like, holy smokes. Yeah. And, and then I Marco Polo and said, I miss you. I miss you so much. See, we're friends in real life too. Yes, yes it is true. It is true. And today we're doing another book review. Heck yes, we are. Hey, Marcus, we love you. Hey, thanks for all the books. <laughs> oh <Luella>. my <laughs> gosh. I am just loving it to death. There's, I have a full stack. Yeah. Just sitting by my like workspace. Mm-hmm. And it's just staring at me like, hello. Hi. Hello. Do you really need to read that same fan fiction a fourth time? Or would you like to please pick up one of these books? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get on over here, girl. <laughs> also, like, my whole brain space is occupied right now. Is it? With? With Our Flag Means Death. Ooh. Which is a television show on HBO that I don't need to probably tell any of you about, but Dada didn't know about it, so I I'm didn't... telling you about it. It is my whole personality now. It's all I can think about. It's all I want to talk about. It's all I want to think about. It's really? all I have in my brain. Okay. It is a Taika Waititi, David Jenkins joint. It is about, <laughs> for those of us who don't know what you just said, and that was like a different language. Oh, Taika Waititi, he does, uh, he did What We Do in the Shadows, he did oh, Gore oh. Ragnarok, he's like, yes, he yes. never ever misses, basically. And it's about Blackbeard, the pirate, and it's about uh, Steed Bonnet, the gentleman pirate. Ooh. And this is not a spoiler, but it's just like, it's very gay and it's very beautiful and it's very funny and it's very heartbreaking and it's very, 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 very good. Mm-hmm. And it's like queer relationships handled thoughtfully, non-binary characters handled thoughtfully. Leslie Jones is in it. It's oh, I so, love her. It's so good, Detta. And it's 10 episodes and they're short. Except for one, one's kind of long. It's on HBO Max. Please watch it. I think you will really, really love it. It's so good. And it's so funny. And I, it's all I can think about. Oh my God. It's like all I want to talk about. My whole, my background on my phone, my background on my work computer, (gasps) my background on my home computer. It's all I can think about. My FYP on TikTok, just full of our flag means death stuff because i liked enough videos that now it's like oh you want more and i'm like yes i do actually i need <laughs> keep sending it send I it need on over season two now oh because now you're already through you binged yes. it you're done oh, i watched wow. it in two evenings how many episodes are there 10 but they're short oh yeah well yeah, yeah. oh my gosh yes. and how i will be exciting. watching it a second time very soon well i will have to watch it please. when i have time please. i'm behind on a couple of things and, well it's not like you yeah. have a busy like teaching life or anything. i i know and it's about to get busier but yeah and 
I'm really excited about it, actually, and really excited about the teaching stuff we're going to be doing on Patreon. Oh, yes. Looking forward to yeah. our quarterly class. Oh, my gosh. I'm so freaking excited about that. And hey, I'm going to put this on Patreon. For those of you who come on Patreon and you don't stay for whatever reason, please, uh, I hope you stay in touch with us. Yes. Don't go away. Don't think we're upset or anything you know we understand yeah we totally understand but we'd love to just still have you around even for free yeah yeah and if it's a content issue let us know oh yeah we won't make more Uh, stuff or different stuff or feedbacky stuff feedbacky stuff yeah (laughs) yeah it's i totally understand i've had to back out of patreons i was part of before just because i was like i love you so much but i can't and then you can come back or you can not come back or whatever um but we love you oh yeah and we have a special surprise that Corey doesn't even know about. I'm going to surprise everybody right Before now. Before you tell me the surprise, yeah. I do want to say to the folks that came to the wand making class, <gasps> oh, yeah. we will still be doing a follow-up class about that. Oh, yeah. Don't trip. That and, is happening. And if you're not still at that level, that's okay. We'll still send you a link so you can come and chat with us. Yes. Uh, we're going to do a behind-the-scenes filming of our podcast area. Are we? We are. I was going to do it today and spring it on you but I rearranged the studio again and now I think since it works and I thought it also might be kind of nice to ask Corey first I went to all the trouble of putting on cute makeup today so if you want to we can no I look awful I did take a very cute picture in the studio while you were busy doing whatever it is you were doing over there I love that I hope you post it I might oh my gosh well I'm excited to see this show I really am it's very good. And That's I'm excited good. to apparently film a behind the scenes of the yeah. recording space. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> We're going to have so much fun. Have so oh much my fun. gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but let's talk about books, let's baby. Do it. Let's talk about you and me. Hmm. All right. I had a book called Earth Magic by Dodie Graham McKay. And my book is, <laughs> I can't help it. I have my to do it. My book this week is. And I want Alicia Silverstone to come on the show. Oh my God. Even though she's not a witch or anything that I to know. To our of. knowledge. Yeah, yeah to, as far as we know. Warrior Magic by Thomas Prower. And I looked, or Tomas, I believe it is. How Tomas is it Prower. T-O-M accent S. It's Tomas. Yes. This is what I thought. I looked it up and everything. (laughs) I practiced it in my mouth. So. I love that. Yeah. Do you want to go first or let me go first? I went first last time, so I'll let you go first this time. (laughs) She has memory. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This book, it's called Earth Magic. And I didn't know this until I started reading it, but it is the fourth installment of a series of books that Llewellyn put out called Elements of witchcraft and it's the fourth one because earth is the fourth element which is great uh and it is it was a really fascinating read i really enjoyed it it i definitely came into it with what i think is the healthy attitude of keep what works for me and leave the rest Mm -hmm. but i think it was a really fascinating book it's broken up really beautifully into sections and those sections sort of add to each other mm-hmm. as you go mm-hmm. like the sections are hold hold please <laughs> let me get my contents out it's the history folklore and myth of earth magic working with the element of earth and then recipes rituals and spellcraft. so it like starts building context and mm-hmm. then starts building tools and then starts building practical usage which I think is neat. I love that. But the thing that I like 
the most is the fact that there are essays within it. There are essays included in each section that offer a different perspective than the author's. Not even necessarily differing, but just like a different perspective. Yeah. I think that's really, really cool, especially considering some of the stuff this book talks about. I wonder... Oh, I don't want to interrupt No, I'm just... I'm trying to... This is a perfect time because I'm trying to like put my thoughts into words. What I wonder is if a lot of their series stuff does that because Jason... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to forget his name. We talked about him, though. Wrote a book about alters mm. he and he wrote it with another person but they also brought in other opinions and little articles within that book and I really I really like that so I wonder if that's a Llewellyn <laughs> series thing or if it's an author choice or what that's about I don't know but what this did do for me was make me want to read the other three so that's good that's good I think so I will probably be once I get through the huge fat stack that we already have, I will probably be getting these other three of these. Oh, my gosh. Um, Were there any spells or anything that you tried? Not necessarily spells. Was there anything in it that you tried practically after reading it or while reading it? Right away at the beginning in the introduction, there's an exercise about getting to know the land you inhabit and the earth that you live on. And it's got questions like, what are the notable geographic features? Who were the first people here? Name the native trees, flowers, and plants. At approximately what calendar date does each season begin? Like, very cool, like, journaling stuff, like, right away in the introduction, which I love. But it really got my heart right away because we all know how much I love storytelling and how deeply ingrained in me storytelling is mm -hmm. and how it's like the way that I interact with reality. <laughs> same, exact same, yes. But the very first page that is an introduction, a quote that I underlined says, we have told stories and created myths in an attempt to understand, document, and control our world, other people, and the creatures in it. And I think that that is fascinating to start with to start with something like history folklore mythology right away by saying these are the stories we use to relate to our reality to our world to the earth we live on i haven't done any of the like recipes or or rituals or anything but i, I probably will i'm not going to yeah. give this to you right away no that's okay too <laughs> it's so funny because i was going to say I'm going to say the same thing about mine, and I'll tell yeah. you why when I get there. Yeah, it's, it's really, 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 it's just such a fascinating book. And what I also really appreciated is that there is a whole section about Kitchen Witchin. Oh, yes. The chapter, oh, I love it. <laughs> the chapter love is it. called The Earth Wheel of the Year and Witchin in the Kitchen. Witchin in the Kitchen. I like it. Which I think is great. And what I like is that this book is really informative. But it also has like a nice conversational feeling mm -hmm. about it. So it doesn't feel like I'm being talked at or down to. And it doesn't feel like I'm being like lectured to. It's a much more conversational friendly sort of tone. Yeah. And because there are constantly check-in questions, they're not called that or anything, but that's what they are. <laughs> they're like check-in questions that are basically like those same journal questions, but yeah. for different topics. There's a very interactive sort of vibe about it which I think is nice I like, like if I was going back and starting this over with a journal in hand 
which I probably will, especially if I get, especially if I get all three of them, other ones, I will probably journal through these like crazy. Yeah. But one other thing that I think you'll really appreciate that I have been on the lookout for because you brought it up and now it's all I can see. It's well cited. Oh, yes. Oh, yay. (laughs) It's got a whole bibliography section at the back. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I know. So very much. It's so interesting. I'm creating my, on the day that we're recording this, I'm creating my syllabi for next quarter and talking about MLA and how to cite and all that good stuff. And of course, one of my rules is, and this is no judgment on Corey, anybody. We've talked about this before. I have to say, don't go to Wikipedia unless you're going to what they cite yes. and you can find the original source. Yes. That is a great way to use I it. I use Wikipedia so, twice for our yeah. next episode. So Yeah. And again, no ju- yeah. no judgment. It it's led a, me to yeah. so many other places. Yes. And that's what I think Wikipedia is good for. You just have to be, we've said this before, you just have to be careful with Wikipedia. So be careful with Wikipedia. One thing I'm looking forward to from the recipes and rituals section of this book is um, Lunasa. Because there's a recipe for blessed bee, bee, mead. Oh. oh my gosh. And I have champagne yeast and I have the little burpy thing for the jug. I have all the stuff to make mead because I wanted to make it during quarantine and yeah. I never got around to it because my life exploded. <laughs> and so I'm going to make it this year. I tried mead for the first time a couple of years ago I think we were already in quarantine honey mead Mm -hmm. it was just delicious and now that things are opening back up a little bit we went to the beverage place here in West Seattle beverage yeah I love the name of that place they had this blood mead that was Valkyrie themed uh, and you were only allowed a certain amount of ounces of it because it was such high alcohol Mm. content (laughs) (laughs) Mead is the drink of the gods for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fun. It was really, really sweet. This one was really, really sweet. There's a vendor at the farmer's market here that sells mead. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. Oh, I'll have to try. Yeah. I bought uh, like a liter, like a big bottle. So good. (laughs) I got very, very buzzed. Like bees. I became bees when I drank it. It was very good. I I love our farmer's market. It's, it's very really good. good. They were closing it up when I was driving by. Oh, oh that's right. It's Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday. Wow. Okay. Here we are. Hi, everyone. <laughs> but it's not probably for you unless you waited to listen to this on a Sunday. Anyway. In which case, happy Sunday. Okay. So but anyway, back to the book. That's my book. Wow. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I can't wait to go back through it with a journal because it's good. Yeah. And I can't wait to adapt some of the recipes because now that we're back in our house and things are settling mm. in mm-hmm. and I'm like in the kitchen a lot i'm excited to do that oh how fun well i'm excited for you well and and i'm excited to read this whenever i get to it lord knows i have plenty of other books before i get to that one (laughs) (laughs) my book is warrior magic by tomas prower as i said here's the first thing i want to say about this book to kind of give you an idea of what it is. Let's just say that Texas and Tennessee would not allow this book in their school's curriculum. Oh my. But it should be required reading. Really? Yes. It tell absolutely me more, should tell be. me more. Let me highlight Tomas first. Okay. I'm just going to take a couple of highlights from his bio on his website and his bio will will link that in the show notes so that you get an idea of who he is and the scope of the book and what to expect. He has two degrees, one in global socioeconomics and one in Latin American and Iberian studies. 
He also studied at the University of Chile. He speaks English, French, and Spanish, and he has traveled extensively and talked to a lot of people. And lo and behold, just like your book, he puts other stories from other people within his book to expand on it, especially when it's not his original culture. Yeah. My deity is Iberian. Is she really? Yes. Oh, that's really cool. I don't know a lot about Iberian culture, so I'll have to, I'll have to check that out. It, he also, just to end with his bio, he had a brief stint as a night shift mortician. Oh, my. And I'll talk more about that at the end of my little review. So the book. He writes about the history and culture of a lot of different geographical locations, religions, cultures, experiences. The chapters, each of the chapters is broken into two sections, cultural and then deities and legends. Okay. Sometimes there's a takeaway challenge, not, I, not all the way through, but let me give you an example of what that looks like. So here's one of the takeaway challenges, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. He talks a lot about tokenism solidarity as a PR stunt, that kind of thing. Mm. And rather than say a prayer for or enact a ritual, these are his words, about a beneficial manifestation that you believe will be of most help, take a step back and see what the community is actually wanting to manifest for themselves, Mm. not what you think they want. For example, a calming spell to soothe the spirits of angry protesters is not what they want, Mm -mm. even if All the protesting is making you worried and anxious. They want their voices heard and they are using their anger in a positive way. So why not say a prayer and do spell work to actually help their cause, not temper their aggression into peaceful lethargy? Hell yes. Oh my gosh. And it's all the way through that. He writes in a way that's accessible. Mm -hmm. So if I scared you because he's got all these academic degrees (laughs) and you're feeling like it's going to be like this academic textbook. Yes and no. It's it's not because just like you were saying, he tells stories mm. and it's really conversational. And sometimes they're his lectures. And when he's introducing somebody and he's kept that speech in and then he publishes with their permission, obviously, what they said at the conference, specifically the Hawaiian Islands. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that in just a second. He covers a lot of different places, Europe, China, India, Australia, all over the world about their culture and how their warriors work and what they do and the deities that they call upon, some of their stories. I want to stop here because he addresses this towards the end as well. And we've kind of been talking about this. And it harm none, do what you will, which is part of the Wiccan read. Mm -hmm. And I saw it on Instagram this week. Let's see, what's the date today? Is it April 3rd that we're recording? And I just, I I know we've said it before, but if you're new to the podcast or you missed that one or whatever, that does not mean to take abuse. No. That does not mean you can't hex. That does not mean you can't rebuff curses. You it's not what that means. And it gets misinterpreted so often, I think, as, oh, well, that just means you're all positive and light and happiness. And no, that is not what that means. So I wanted to say that because he talks at the end of the book about turning the other cheek Mm. and how that doesn't mean that it was never meant so that you'd take more abuse. It was so that you would turn 
and show your insubordination. Mm-hmm. It's like, and daring them, go ahead, you want to try it again and pay the consequences? Because there will be consequences for oppressing and abusing me. For sure. I just like that. He has a section about the well-rounded warrior. Mm. And one of the quotes is, woe to the warrior whose life is nothing but war. Ah, uh, yeah. I loved that. Celebrate joy, baby. I know. We you have got to, to. Or else what's the point? And that's, we've been talking a lot about that on the podcast and protesters have been talking about that. It's, it's not just about, I'll, I'll take black lives right now. It's not just about their struggles. It's about their joy and their art and their culture and their triumphs. Yeah. I mean, we have to celebrate all of that, even though we're fighting. And right now, you know, with Ukraine, Madam Patima, she's not my spark, but I'm going to. I'm going to shout her out right now. If you're not following her on Instagram, she is she's doing that. Some warrior work and some celebration work of Ukrainian culture, not the Ukrainian culture, Ukrainian culture. So there are many personal stories prepped in the Hawaii takeover by the United States. Get me started. I can't. I, I know. So this is the one that I I happen to know a lot about. And there are a lot of in, in here that I didn't know which is why I want to hang on to the book is yeah. because I want to do some deeper dives that I haven't had a chance. When to you're do. done with it, I do really want oh, to. Oh, you <laughs> do want to. Oh, you totally want yeah. to because it really yeah, it, it it it's just a great it's like a it's like taking a survey class. Mm. <laughs> you know, you're getting a ton of information. But if you all don't know, the Hawaii takeover in the United States, it was annexed in 1898. It actually started a little bit before that and a McKinley did it. And if you've ever read James Mishner's Hawaii, you'll learn a lot and you'll get pissed off as well. Mm -hmm. And there are also some other books out there. That's just the one. A shallow exploration researching what happened with Hawaii will make you furious. Yes, it will. Yeah, it will. Let alone diving deep. You'll just get mad. And it became a state. And I'm putting air quotes. Those are heavy air quotes. I because many of the people in Hawaii consider themselves occupied it is an occupied place which of course made me think of ukraine Mm -hmm. and he again in this section talks about the idea that so many people have of well there's inappropriate or unpopular emotions and we got to get over that we have to get over that especially as white people we have to get over that he ends with a story of hope in the last chapter and he but he does not shy away any place in the book about the fact that being a warrior, especially a witch warrior, is really complex and frankly quite messy is what I took away from it. I, that's what I got from him. I think, if I may. Yeah, go for it. Uh, the list of U.S. quote unquote territories. Oh, yeah. Is long and vast and has countries on it that you might not know. Oh, yeah. It is not the idea of like occupying other nations is not a thing of the past it is happening now in a lot of places we just don't talk about it places where we get resources or dollars from but do not have the rights or protections of being a state Mm -hmm. or being a part of the nation now Mm -hmm. i am not a political i don't have political degree but i do know when something is bullshit and so (laughs) Uh, you know, that's some bullshit, something that's some bullshit, something to think about, especially if you read this book, I think. Yeah, because that's just a couple. Oh, yeah. There's no 
you know what else I loved about this book? I, I, I wonder if he'll come on the show. The other thing I loved about this book is that he also does not shy away from the fact that witchcraft is politics. Hell it yes. Always has been. Hell always yes. Always has been. So whenever I see the gatekeepers of don't be so political with your witchcraft, what, yeah, that's well, what the hell what are you supposed to do with it then? <laughs> Go away, gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to gatekeep you either. If your witchcraft isn't about politics, that's fine. That's fine. Just don't judge other people yeah. who do. It's like and, people who are like, I liked your comedy before it got so political. Comedy is oh, political. And comedy has, again, also been political. The only thing I didn't like about the book. Yes. Uh, at all. The only criticism I have. And again, this just might be a space issue. Well, no, it wasn't. Is the research on the deities weren't wasn't always as encompassing mm. as I wanted it to be. I, I wouldn't say it's not accurate because it is. So the example that I have is the Morgan. And that's on page 129, if you want to go check it out. (laughs) He does state that a lot of people consider her a triple goddess, three women in one entity. Mm -hmm. And I just wish he had mentioned that if you read the lore, Mm -hmm. that's not the case. They're they're sisters. They're three sisters. And if you actually go to the original lore about her, that is what it's about. And I wish he just mentioned there was a debate about that. I think sure. if you consider her a triple goddess, I know that's how a lot of us met her at first. And then we educated and and some people still do. And that's, again, as I keep saying, you get to do what you want. You're, you have a personal relationship with your deity. I don't have your relationship with right. your deity. And then the other thing was Joan of Arc does great brief summary of her plight it's really good again and in all fairness right before the pandemic I did write an adapted script and do a professional production of I directed um, St. Joan Mm. and so I know a ton and again there's a little bit of controversy stuff that I wish he'd kind of you just wished for a little more expansion just a little bit more yeah yeah Yeah. so that's not a bad thing I don't think I really think people should buy this book yeah yeah especially if you're into magical activism for real he also does this great stuff about you know how not to cultural appropriate in really tangible ways that you can grok that you can grab onto and I just I love that about him I'm excited about this book. So the last thing I want to say about him, because it's not going to be my spark, but I do want to mention it. So his other books that are out are Queer Magic, LGBT Spirituality and Culture from Around the World. And I suspect he's gay. Uh, La Santa Muerta. Did I say it right? I don't know. I can't see it. Oh. uh, Sounds right. Okay, cool. Is it T-E or T-A? T-E. La Santa Muerte. Muerte. Morbid Magic, Death and Spirituality, and Culture from Around the World. And I think that's because of his short stint as... This guy's got a spooky vibe that I I think I fuck with pretty hard. This sounds great. This guy sounds great. I am really excited. Hey, Tomas, you sound great. Yeah. And uh, Marcus, we'd love to have him on the show if he's willing. Oh, my God. I forgot that was even an option. I really want to have him on the show and talk about his other books and what he's doing now and all that good stuff. I forgot that was even an option to ask for. Right, y'all? Hey, hey. Are we? Have we made it? (laughs) Like, I feel like that's such a famous thing to be able to do. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we made it when we started asking all of our interviews. I I felt like, you know, and I, here's the other thing I want. I want Mortellus and Tomas on a panel somewhere together. 
I want to hear them talk about death magic and all that good stuff. Hell yes. There you go. Okay. That's my that's my book review. That is my book review. And I was going to start with this. Please recognize that we know, authors, that you sat down and stared at a blank page yes. and created this out of your head, maybe with your guides, maybe not. Who knows? The that amount you, of research it requires. Yeah. The amount of work it requires. And we are simply readers who did not do all that work, who are just responding to it. But I really loved this book, yeah. and I'm looking forward to diving in more to it. So yeah. I think that's good. And I think that your book also offers that opportunity. It does. If you think that there's something maybe that isn't didn't go in as much deep de- detail as you wanted, go diving. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing is, the way he did with the cultures, I wish that he'd said in a much better way than I'm about to say it. There's more <laughs> about this deed to go find out about them, you know? And mm, yeah, mm, and mm. maybe he did like a general of that at the beginning of the book and I missed it or something. I, but I'm going to read it again. I love that. I, I, there was so much here. I want to read it again. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you, Llewellyn. Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. This was super fun. Should we do some sparks? Let's do some sparks. I'm ready. You go first this time. I will I will go first this time. <laughs> Mine is, it might sound familiar, because it was a resource in our last episode. Yeoldrockshop.com. Is it O-L-D-E? It is O-L-D-E. Y-E-O-L-D-E. Rock shop. And not, I want a rock That's shop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> that was so fun. Uh, It is a crystal shop, and they have a statement about ethical, their ethical practices. So I feel really good about it, and I did a deep dive on this one. They also have a YouTube channel, and they bring on other people to guest star and talk about it. I love that. Yeah, and they're in Canada. Oh, sure. So be aware of that if you want to order from them, that that is where they are. But just gorgeous, beautiful crystals, and I am craving working with crystals again and I have most of what I want and need but there are a couple that I want to add to my collection and there are some I want to send to other people for healing and protection and all that and do some spells so I've really been searching hard for a crystal shop that has ethical practices that I feel good about I I would like it to be more ethical than my cell phone there you go Well, my spark this week, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but it has never been a spark before. I want to talk about the graphic novel, Basic Witch, by Emily Hampshire. You told me I need to read that. It hasn't come out yet. Oh. I told everybody they need to pre-order it. So Emily Hampshire, if you don't know, played Stevie Bud in Schitt's Creek, and I'm in love with her. Uh, it's hard not to be. It's really hard not to be. She's so fabulous and wonderful. But, oh, my God. And she just did a spread uh, for a magazine. And she's wearing this suit. And if you don't know me, my kryptonite is, like, beautiful women in suits. Uh, that's mine, too. <laughs> it's a lot. Anyway, it was a beautiful, beautiful photo shoot. That's not the point. It's, like, 20% of the point. The point is, she wrote a graphic novel called Basic Witch. And I don't know if it's for sale yet or just pre-order still, but I looked it up this morning. It's like 30 bucks. I want it. It's very, very cute and good. And I want her to succeed at this. I am on the site right now. It is 30 bucks. It's so cute. The art is so cute. The story premise is so cute. 
please go check it out. There is already merchandise as well. Oh, shut you up. You could get a lunchbox. <gasps> oh! And it comes out July 2022. Okay, great. Yeah. How fun. How I'm fun. excited. I, I love it when people I love do things that are part of other hobbies or interests I have because then it's like a meeting of the worlds and it's beautiful. I'm having a hard time right now not looking up her in a suit. Because, it's, we'll look it up after yeah. we're done. Because, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I love her. <laughs> her in plaid, I'm happy with. I remember. I just, yeah. The first time I realized that women in suits is pretty much mm. God's gift is I saw a photo shoot of Jillian Anderson mm. in a suit. And I went, yes, <laughs> that's the one. Mm. She's so beautiful. Oh, powerful. It's powerful. It is really awesome. Janelle Monae in a suit? I can't. Never mind. We're going on a tangent now that I will not be able to come back from. So, yep, yep. That's my spark is Emily Hampshire's graphic novel. This was fun. This was totally fun. It's very fun to be back in the studio with you, but also this was just a really fun episode. Yeah. Thank you. Well, everybody, thank you as always for joining us. We really appreciate you being here. And until next time, be well, act with intention, and don't forget that you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Twitter at Bonfire Babble and Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.